Hello and welcome everyone. I'm Dr. Swanit Deshpande. I'm a surgeon from Mumbai and this is a podcast series episode by the Indian Medical Tennis Society. We are a bunch of doctors who love playing tennis, who love talking about tennis, and if this is something that interests you, join us at indianmedicaltennis.com. For today's episode, we have someone very special with us. He's our gold medalist at the National Doctors Olympics held at Nasik. He's a phenomenal tennis player apart from being a successful doctor. He sets the standards for his conduct on and off court so high that we all look up to him. And he has won many titles, including national titles. And most recently, he won an international title at the ITF tournament held in Russia. Welcoming Dr. Himanshu Bhatia or simply Doc. Hi, Doc. Tell us about your tennis journey. How did it start? Well, I have uh, two parts of this wonderful journey. One was when I was really young. Okay. I was probably uh, eight or nine years old when I started my journey at uh, Jujim Khana tennis courts. Okay. Uh, I remember they were cow dung courts. And for <laughs> whatever reason, oh. I loved the smell of that. <laughs> and I wanted to be... <laughs> In the tennis court all day long. Uh, I just love being on those courts and uh, hitting by myself on the wall if required at, uh, you know, three in the afternoon. Uh, And uh, just enjoyed the whole environment of, uh, you know, going through most of my school years with uh, three hours of tennis and three hours of swimming. And then coming home dead tired. Uh, and going to sleep just to wake up next morning and looking forward to do the same thing again. <laughs> oh, wow. But uh, all good things come to an end. And yeah. uh, I went into academics, okay. of course, uh, you know, get, got into science, then medicine, yeah. uh, got into postgraduate in the US okay. uh, in the field of uh, health administration. And uh, lost tennis touch till I was age 36. Really? So that was a big gap of almost 18 years. Wow. With not having picked up the racket during those years. Wow. So (laughs) those were the years of uh, uh, just uh, building up on the career, uh, you know, not realizing what I'm missing and then my wife tells me one day, why don't you pick up something that you enjoyed doing in childhood? And that's okay. when tennis came back to my life and, you know, it changed things for better since then. So in all aspects, work, yeah. you know, personal life, health, uh, enjoyment, everything, everything just improved. Oh, so you picked up the racket in the true sense, you started playing again at the age of 36. Tell us a bit more about how was that like? I have to credit, uh, you know, my, uh, uh, you know, coach and friend, Joy Matthews from Jim Khanna. Yes. And uh, I just landed up on the courts one day and he said, why don't you come over? And I didn't see him again for a week. And he called and said, you must come over. And I remember the first time I played again, I didn't last even 10 minutes. (laughs) And of course, it was a huge gap, but uh, he ignited the passion. I had the support of the family 
I yeah. uh, really felt like this was the right thing to do to give a balance to work life. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it took me about, I would say, a year to get to playing one hour of tennis again. Yeah. And the oh. body just wouldn't take it. There were shin splits. There were, uh, you know, muscle aches. There were... Yeah back problems lots of stuff so yeah it took one year before i could just play forget about anything else yeah oh so you started taking uh, proper coaching sessions and that's why uh, no no I, I wouldn't say they were coaching sessions it was a mix uh, i would uh, hit with joyce a bit i would okay. hit with other players i met okay. my good friends from ju club over there and reignited you know everything with them so yeah, yeah. it was uh, slow and steady at that time Okay. Yeah. So this is how you started playing tennis at the age of 36. So uh, where does this playing tournaments part come into the play? Because you got really good at it. So uh, what made you start playing tennis tournaments seriously? At Ju Gym, there was a Bilani Cup. Oh, team. yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, I was by then a okay singles player, but a horrible doubles player. Oh, Okay. And yet, uh, I had uh, uh, Nikhil uh, at that point uh, Nikhil suggesting Dahl. that I should, yes, uh, suggesting okay. that I should try doubles. Okay. I don't know why, but uh, he insisted and I started playing doubles. So that was the first tournament scene. Okay. So, uh, Belani, for those uh, who, who uh, those of us who are not familiar with Belani in Mumbai, that is a club tournament, right? Yes, inter-club tournament uh, arranged usually by Khar Khana. Okay. Uh, okay. And uh, running for over 25 years. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, that was the first kind of back to competitive, semi-competitive. I mean, I'm yeah. sure competitive tennis, tennis. again. But uh, that's about it. That was what we were doing and then regularly playing. Uh, you know, uh, for our, our singles and doubles uh, on a yeah. recreational basis. Yeah. And then comes about, again, UATL uh, and Compass, two tournaments uh, to bring such a big community together. And I, I would really urge anyone who is in Bombay to, you know, look at these tournaments and, you know, uh, if you have the interest to improve upon your game, just participate yeah. in them. Doesn't matter whether you win or lose. It just tells you where you can you can work on. You meet wonderful people, and you exchange ideas, and it's a great platform. Okay. And uh, now, I believe that you know after taking up ITF since I think last year or so seriously you have been climbing up the ITF rankings as anything and I think you are now in the top five in 45 plus if I'm not wrong yeah that's uh, just uh, a stroke of again uh, a chance that uh, this came upon during the time of covid uh, oh, yeah. when we said, okay, we are not getting enough tournament scene, what do we do? And okay. we had uh, ITFs uh, suddenly uh, exposed to us and saying, maybe we can all participate. Yeah. And again, we have uh, various members of the community who encouraged each other. And now we have a very strong Mumbai contingent 
Absolutely. which kind of travels together across different locations yeah. and participates in these tournaments. And uh, many of us are hoping to be part of the India contingent uh, okay. over a period of next one to two years uh, for the World Championships. You know, we, uh, Ravi Kiran and players like that should be totally part of this <laughs> but uh, if they are not very active, then comes our chance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, we were also waiting for your match uh, with Ravi in singles. Unfortunately, we couldn't see that because you were playing in different singles category. Uh, but yeah, we would have loved to see your match at Nasik uh, Doctors Olympics. But we oh, I thank God for that. You. I mean, <laughs> you know, there's no comparison and in all... all uh, Humbleness, I would say, Ravi is uh, far more, uh, you know, uh, at a professional level. And I would Correct. say we are coming from amateur angle and that difference will always stay and should stay. Yeah. You know, in research terminologies, uh, a sample represents a population. So for that matter, any club level tournament or a state national level tournament represents a Grand Slam. Uh, similarly, so... My question to you is, how do you approach a tournament mentally? Because your mental preparation may be different from the others. And, um, you know, that also must be helping you uh, do well in a tournament. So can you just tell us about your mental approach? Sure. I think uh, one of the key features is not to overthink the yeah. game and the point when you are facing the situation yeah. and to take it a little uh, 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 holistically by which sure. I mean that it's just one point. Yeah. First of all, we are not professionals. Our job and our lives don't depend yeah. on it. Um, okay. So half the time, if you approach it this way, you've won 50% of the battle. <laughs> And then you kind of be in the moment and try to play the point. If you win that point, then you have another chance. If not, and you lose the match, shake hands with your opponent, congratulate them, go back to the, to the, to the tennis court and work on what was missing and come back next time. Okay. So it's wow. not very very complicated yeah. but i think most of the most of the successful people tend to keep it simple so i think that's a important message <laughs> yeah i think it's yeah. uh, so simple that uh, it's sometimes not given its due credit <laughs> <laughs> uh, for for many of us you know in indian medical tennis society i think uh, your tips would really help because you are someone who has picked up a racket late uh, at the age of 36 and you're doing so well. So what would be your message for someone who's starting in their late 30s, late 40s? And how would you ask them to approach the game? Because in the initial days, I do feel that that's the most injuring uh, period if you don't pick up the proper techniques. So uh, uh, what would be your message for someone who's starting late and how do they approach the game? Yeah, two things. Uh, whether you want to play, you know, later on a uh, little bit more competitive or you just want to play among friends, okay. uh, at least twice a week, 
yeah. get yourself a good coach to learn a proper technique okay um that will help a long long way in injury prevention yeah and second is of course warm up and cool down i mean i cannot overemphasize how important these two things are if you want to play for 10 15 20 years Correct. it all catches up in the end at some point if you keep neglecting it uh, yeah. so i would suggest uh, not to take it lightly saying i'm only playing for fun and i don't need this uh, mm-hmm. every one of us needs it it is that one shot which will you know cause a tendonitis or will cause you know repetitive stress injury and you want to avoid that as much yeah. as it's possible beyond the point of course it's not in our control correct and uh, for someone who wants to start the itf journey what would be your message because there are so many people who are who don't have a group to travel from different cities what would be your message how do you, how, how does someone how tough the competition to get started in itfs oh no it's not tough um, at all um, there's no pre required qualification or cut off okay. or points um, and uh, you know of course as you go to bigger tournaments and deeper in the tournaments the competition gets tougher as you okay. would expect but yeah. in general uh, if you enjoy tennis if you enjoy meeting people uh, traveling to different places and you are able to do that uh, you will always find a group of people from different city whichever city you are in uh, who about three or four people who are really interested so we have really very good groups who come from yeah. you know delhi jaipur gwalior uh, calcutta uh, bangalore uh, <laughs> you know or, or chennai all of these places assam so idf is also a very good platform it's growing very rapidly uh, okay. of course you need to take the time out for that so yeah that's the next part of your journey Yeah, and how do you manage the time to that you allocate to tennis, your profession, and you know how do you balance that out, and how does tennis itself help you in your professional life? Well, it's been a great leveler. I would say, you know, one of the reasons, uh, uh, you know, I I took this up again is because I was working, you know, fourteen, fifteen hours a day. Wow. Um, and uh, over 10 years of doing that it really brought me to a point where um i thought it was starting to affect my uh, well-being right. and uh, uh, you know i i really thought that my work was everything and everything kind of depended on what i was doing of course i was wrong and tennis <laughs> taught me that it, uh, when i took a few hours off i was or yeah. my mind was off my body was getting fitter and yeah. for some reason the work was also getting better you know the yeah. output was getting yeah. better so um of course tennis teaches you a lot uh, gives you good health uh, learns uh, allows you to learn how to concentrate focus uh, takes the, take the ups and downs uh, together so yeah that's a lot of learnings uh, from it and i always say you know it's uh, one hour of uh, your time playing and maybe half an hour of your time uh, if you can give to uh, um, preparing for it 
Uh, even every alternate day, you will see that your overall well-being, physical and mental, will go up multiple notches. You will just be surprised. So, um, yeah, that's that's my personal experience. Yeah. Great. Uh, how are you preparing for the World Medical Tennis Tournament in the U.S.? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, uh, something I hope I can make it. Lots of yeah. travel coming up this year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, luckily for me, the local tournament and ITF tournament scene is really helping keep in shape um, so far. And uh, I'm still not doing, you know, I'm close to 80% of what I want to do. Okay. Uh, like everyone else, I slack behind on yeah. uh, a few points, but uh, yeah, you can, you do as much as you can. Yeah. Okay. And uh, before we let you go, just give us a couple of tips or what sort of balls trouble you so that when once we face you on the court, just give us some tips to, you know, what <laughs> <ball>. <laughs> uh, you know, to be honest, it is uh, different on different days and it okay. is entirely on how I'm feeling uh, my uh, fully feeling the ball on my racket okay. on that day. Okay. Uh, so I I I am op- I I always tell this to people so that they can probably suggest me. I have two or three different varieties of forehand swings oh, that I use. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, if I get the one which fits the game on that day, I'm okay. going from the start. Oh. Uh, if not, then I'm struggling. So if you can catch me during <laughs> the struggle period, you'll get me. <laughs> so, I did not know that you had three types of uh, forehand swings despite yeah. being your partner for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that week things were me. working well. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So great. Uh, this, was, this was absolutely fantastic. I think I had a lot of fun doing this. So maybe we can do this again. And uh, thank you so much for joining. And uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Swanit. I really appreciate everything you're doing for uh, IMTS. Uh, you <laughs> brought a group of, uh, you know, medical professionals together and that's uh, with a common bond of tennis. And you saw how beautifully that worked in Nasik. Yeah. And I hope we can uh, continue with that on the sport front as well as on the research front and, yes, uh, you know, make new waves in this area. So, uh, wishing you all the best in Thank this you. professional journey of yours as well as in tennis. Thank you so much. Thank you. So we are going to do a catch-up episode with Doc about his experience in Russia, how did he manage to win his first ever ITF international title and how did he make it back safely, how was his stay in Russia, all of that in the catch-up episode uh, with Doc.